Hello, my CNC brother or sister. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. Welcome to another CNC business video podcast where we are discussing what it takes to build a successful business, a successful CNC business. And if you have been following all these podcasts, then you are getting a good idea that business is a mindset. You have to become a different person in certain ways in order to have a successful business. But foundationally, you have to become that business before you actually see the results of the business. Now, before I start with that, if you have not listened to the previous eight episodes, then I strongly suggest you go back to episode one, which will be linked in the description of this podcast, and start from there. Because you may not understand what's going on here. Learning how to start a CNC business is a journey. And these episode series are me mentoring our CNC sister, Kate Tucker, who was struggling with business for the longest time and finally approached me to give her some guidance. So this particular podcast is an extension of all the other stuff we've gone through before. You can't really go to this point without understanding the other stuff we've gone to, like understanding avatars and niches. You have to kind of build up and learn to start digging deeper in ourselves. The business is ultimately about who we are, and the lack of results that we want is a result of who we are. In other words, what got you here, here being a business that's not working quite the way you want to, that will not get you there because the mindset is not quite where it needs to be yet. So we're going to go more into mindset stuff in this one because this is crucial. In the last episode, episode eight, we talked about money mindset, something that people are very uncomfortable talking about. They view money as a bad thing. But as a business owner, you cannot look at money as a bad thing. And you cannot look at wealthy people and them having wealth as a negative thing. We have to celebrate it. And it's very difficult for the majority of people to have a successful business. You have to have an abundance mindset and celebrate the wealth of others, no matter how they got it. We truly don't know, so we can't make judgments. But this one is more about who you are and checking yourself. Some of the things we're going to be talking about and digging into with Kate is about self-image and believing that you can accomplish this or believing that you already have accomplished it in your mind and once you've done that then it'll actually create itself on the outside we have to get into a positive mindset we have to see where we have a negative mindset vulnerability is another thing we have to be vulnerable with ourselves be unafraid of who we are even the things that we are ashamed of sharing with other uh, with other people you get comfortable with that you're okay to share it with other people. And believe it or not, that is a foundational aspect to, to creating, attracting customers. So I'm not going to dive a whole lot deeper into this because this is a deep discussion. We're going to go into this conversation with Kate and listen in, see how we're digging into her and other aspects about mindsets and the three key aspects that you really need to be focused on in yourself in order for you to have a successful business. So let's go. 
Well, 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 hello, my CNC brothers and sisters. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. Welcome to another Business Wednesday, CNC business building and helping you guys uh, by virtue of mentoring Kate uh, grow your business the right way with the right understanding and the right frame of mind. So today um, we're going to bring Kate on in just a moment. We weren't sure if she was going to be here. She had some other uh, issues that she was taking care of. And so this was generally going to be a Q&A. But uh, on that note, Kate did make it. So she's here. And uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, first of all, we are going to cover what we talked about last week. We talked about money mindset last week. And so we're going to kind of rehash that because that's so important. And then... Um, we are going to take some questions from those of you who are out there, and then we can get into the topic of something they call the customer journey or the buyer's journey. And this is another important topic in CNC business. Now, we may not dive deep too much too deep into that tonight, uh, but we can get into that. And one thing I do want to note that next week we will not be live. I will be out of town on business. So uh, just keep that uh, in your toolbox to remember. We're going to bring Kate on. <clears throat> and so here's Kate, the uh, the CNC sister that I've been mentoring uh, live over. Now we are number eight, Kate. And, hey. Uh, yep. And so uh, uh, let's do the introductions first. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and IDC Woodcraft, as most of you know, got the right hand, uh, is a CNC router bit company. I shoot lots of videos to teach you how to start working with your CNC router, and uh, from the design to setting up your router, nuances about your router, not so much on the finish work. Kate's far better at finish work than I am. Um, <laughs> But I, I over the uh, over the year and a third, I have built IDC Woodcraft into a million dollar business, and so I've hit my first yeah. goal, and my next goal is ten million. So got quite a ways to go, but I will do it. All right? That's yeah. the so last week we were talking about that, right? Setting goals, right? Uh, set your money goals, and um, we talked about yeah. money mindset. So, so you've had us a week to sit on that, and we had yeah. a little talk earlier, and you said something about you're kind of shifting to a different space, not quite sure where to go, but we'll, we'll get yeah. into that, and let's talk about the, just kind of rehash what you got out of the money mindset, but before she starts, for those who are watching, that watched that last week, I'd like to see from you what you got out of that money mindset thing. I will lead this off with, if you are starting a CNC business, you are doing it to make a profit. In other words, to make money that you can put in your pocket that you can go out and spend on personal things, right? Yeah. And so in order to do that, we have to have a money mindset, which means not only do we have to have just a good gratitude mindset, but money mindset is part of that. We have to be good receivers of money and right. worthy of receiving money. So. Kate, what was your, uh, you know, giving it a week on the money mindset stuff? Yeah. Um, so I want to just um, say something really quickly. We have a Facebook user that is commenting no YouTube feed. Um, so while you're looking into that, I thought maybe I would introduce myself. 
Um, so my name is Kate Tucker. I own Rise and Shine Wood Signs and welcome to anyone on this feed that has not been here before. Um, I've been in the CNC business for about a year and a half. Um, I work at it every single day and it's been a journey for sure. I knew nothing about CNC when I started and now I would say I'm pretty good at working with uh, my machine. I have a Onefinity Journeyman X50 um, that I love and it's been great. So that's where I'm at right now and I'm doing this mentoring because I did have a smaller craft business on um, that was very profitable, but now it I want to be more involved with my CNC and of course teaching as well. So I am walking down that very uh wavy road trying to find my way right okay and <clears throat> kate has turned to me asked her asked me to mentor her um one of the things yes. just so you know that mentoring in business is vital to get yourself to the next level for something that kate has been realizing which is we don't know what we don't know and once once you we go through the dialogues we've spent virtually the entire uh seven past seven times but one uh on yeah. just this right because we have to get this in the right place and so it's and kate has gone through multiple aha moments that's what we want to drive you to yeah. right once you get the aha moment you get what they call context expansion which for example your we know our mind is the glass right we can only hold enough water that the glass holds and yeah. if if we are not getting mentored and open and receptive to learning, all we're doing is getting information poured in. It's just going to pour back out. So what right. this whole mindset stuff that we're doing is making the glass bigger so we can pour more information in. All right. Okay, so that, <laughs> and oh and so, so based based on your comment the, earlier today, you feel like you're just kind of stuck all of a sudden. Right, that's yeah. because you're getting all kind of, tell me about that. Um, so I'm not one to normally get like stuck, but this last, like even last week, for those of you that joined, oh my gosh, I was, <clears throat> I don't know if it was just the week before the, you know, Easter holiday or what and trying to get everything ready, but I just, normally I like get up and I'm super ambitious and I'm ready to go out to my shop and work and do all the things. And I've just been like, what do I do? I just feel kind of lost, like kind of dragging because I'm trying to find, I guess, my inner mindset and where I need to be. So that's where I've been. Um, I think Dwayne was on here earlier. We said hi to him. And normally he reaches out to me and he's like, Kate, you know, gosh, I'm so lost. I don't know what I'm supposed to do these days. And I have bad days too. And I reach out to him. I'm like, Oh my gosh, brother, I just need to pick me up. <laughs> I need you to, I need you to put a little pep in my step. Cause I, I just, you know, we've talked about working on my niche. We've talked about, you know, my avatar and things like that, but I am still somewhat catching myself wanting to go back and do uh, the custom things. But I'm also trying really hard to integrate my training that you have, um, so willing willingly passed on to me about teaching and running a successful business so it's it's been a little bit of a challenge for me i'm 
I've really kind of struggled a little bit, to be honest, because I feel like my whole, like everything I knew, like I just kind of have to like, I have to pivot, not lose who I am or what I am or my business, but pivot into a new, a new position. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. So the advice I will give you on this and anyone else, if it, like uh, Tammy, right? Tammy's getting some expansion going on too. I know she is. Tammy's going to get yeah. her to, to another level uh, because she had that wow, that wow moment, right? Um, and so, you know, in a year, Tammy, you watch, look behind you and see what has happened based on uh, some of the things. But uh, yeah. the advice I will give you right now is to literally let go of trying to figure out what you need to do. Right. Once, once, oh. once, yeah. Once you let go, say, okay, I give myself permission to just shut down. I'm not going to try to figure this out. I'm just going to lay back, and and what's going to happen is things will start to click, and certain ideas will start to come into your mind. When we are yeah. trying so hard, right? Which when you're going, what about what do I do? You're just kind of lost. Which way do I go? And you're looking, right? The, yeah. So it's the same thing with chasing money, right? You 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 can't catch it that way. You gotta let you gotta let the spirit talk to you, for lack of a better way. In my yeah. language, let the universe talk to you, right? We have to clear our mind and yeah. let it let the silence in so it can speak, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was a uh, yeah. I know I know you're very much a spiritual person, but I'm very much a a Christian, and I was. I've been doing some heavy praying and I've been thinking, you know, this is, I'm like, Lord, I need you to, I need you to hear me, Lord, and help me, help me find this right path. Because, um, it reminds me so much of like when you're dating or you're trying to find your mate in life. And it's like the second that you stop trying and you're just like, it's going to be what it's going to be. That's boom. That's when it walks in. And sometimes it is like, smacks you over the head and you're not ready for it and you feel like your life's in a million ways but that person just seems to like fit into your life and that's exactly how I felt about my husband and so like I said the last couple of weeks have just been really odd like my shop is cleaner than it has ever been in like the last year normally I have like 10 projects going on and all these things and it's like I think I have like one project I'm finishing right now and I'm actually I have two. I have two projects I'm finishing, but I'm just like, okay, now what? Like, what do I do? <laughs> hey, we're stopping the podcast. Have you ever had to enter your CNC router bit data into your software database manually? If you have, you know how tedious that is. One of the things that I find really frustrating with many of the CNC router bit companies is they don't supply you with the necessary information, like a database for your uh, bits. Well, IDC Woodcraft, I've solved that problem pretty much across the board for you. If you use the Vectric software, Fusion 360, Carbide Create, or CarveCo, I have a free database for you with all CNC router bits in it. And it's free. And you can get it at idcwoodcraft.com. Why would you want to do that? Well, if you have entered the information, you know how tedious it is, how many fields you have to fill in for each router bit. And you can easily make a mistake. You forget a decimal point or put in the wrong number, you can break your router bits just because you did that. And for a beginner, 
Entering router bit data can be very tedious and it is, you're very prone to making mistakes because you don't necessarily understand how this data should be entered in. So what you do is go to idcwoodcraft.com, go to the menu selection at the top where it says database downloads. You'll go to a page and there are the database downloads for you. You simply download those, follow the instructions, install it, and every single router bit that IDC Woodcraft provides, which is pretty much all the router bits you'll ever want, are populated in that database, and it'll be imported right to your software. IDCwoodcraft.com, get your database download. Save yourself the headache of trying to enter all that information. You will thank me later. All right, let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I'm you... trying to shift my business, so... Yeah, it's been an adjustment. Yeah, so so one of the things with the shift, this is the way it happened with me. It things come to us in the logical order, right? Okay. Uh, what I have found is I just need to be receptive and open to the ideas that come, and say, oh, okay, that's it. Let's let's try the hog, right? The hog router bit, right? And, and yeah. let's let's let this. But I had literally, I had that uh, I had a sample made six months before I even introduced it, right? But oh, I wow. sat I sat on it, right? Because I didn't mm -hmm. have it in me at that time to say you know feel comfortable working with. It. I was doing other things. I wasn't at that level. So we get to the different levels as we move along, yeah. And the new the new ideas come. One thing I'll say to you, right? You're, you're saying your prayers. God only yep. needs to hear it once, right? He knows. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell him once and, and maybe it, sometimes. Right. I feel right. like I do so, a lot of praying. <laughs> right. Right. So this is when we just we just need to at this point sit back and and relax a little bit on this and say I'm just gonna not worry, not try. It's just let literally here's my story. I gotta tell you another part of my story. Wanna hear another story? Of course. And this always. was this was the life transition. I showed you the uh wait a minute, let me get it. last week I showed you this. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, the crazy letters. Yeah the crazy letters. Um I was trying for a year to figure out what my purpose was, right? I was being mentored for a year. And one day I woke up and I just said, I'm done. I'm done. I literally, I said, I let go. I'm done. Right? I bawled my eyes out harder than I've ever cried. All right. So 50, 57, 58. That's what you have 50, to do. Yeah, 58, 59, I don't know, I was 58 or 59, and I cried my eyes out. I, I couldn't stop it. And I literally yeah. wrote on paper in front of me, like, uh, hundreds, hundreds of times, I let go, I let go, I let go, I let go. And, and it was that, that was the pivotal moment, because it wasn't very long after that that, the, that this word started to pop into my mind. All right. And this is this word, this literal physical pieces of crappy looking letters is what started the whole IDC Woodcraft business. Yeah. This, right? So, um, yeah. So, so give yourself the permission to kind of uh, back off for a little bit and, yeah. and let all this stuff process. You will start to get ideas, right? You'll, you'll start to get them. Yeah. The I'd good thing. The good thing is, is you will have the courage to jump in a little deeper than you've ever had 
before. You know, I will say that is that is honestly that's where I'm at right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I finding myself definitely moving from the low dive to the high dive, um, but I, I'm still like bouncing on the edge of that board, going, mm, "Do I really want to jump off?" I, I I know I do. I know I have a great. I I I know the water is deep enough. That's not the problem. It's somebody pushing me off and I'm the one that would turn around and be like, no, no, I got to do it on myself. Cause if you push me, then that's, that's not gonna work for me. I need, I, I have to do it myself, but that's a really good um, position to be. It's just to let go, maybe meditate on it, clear my mind and just, you know, listen, sometimes you just have to get really quiet with yourself. Um, yeah. And try to really focus. Another way to look at this, everybody, please listen to this. Many of us want to start our businesses, and we want to be there, right? But mm -hmm. we 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 haven't built the bridge to get there. So this is why we create our goals and our visions, which we didn't really talk about visions, right? But you, uh, that sometimes some people have a vision board, right? But if you right. write down your goals and you write them down every day, you create the vision in your mind. And what you're doing, you know, so yeah. I had a goal of uh, turning IDC Woodcraft into a million dollar business, right? And mm -hmm. so I just lived with the vision, but I had, my mentor had to tell me this many times. Garrett, you are building that bridge one brick at a time, right? That's what we're yeah. doing. We're just yeah. putting a brick down because we can't have the whole bridge at one time to get us there. But oh, come on, why not? I mean, why not? Why not? Well, here's you know, the, that's that's like that's yeah. where everybody's at. We're like, we just want the bridge. We're builders. We're doers. We're seers. We're imagine, right. you know, we're creators. Like, come yeah. on, right? We can build this that, baby in a weekend. Let's just get it done. That's everybody, but the, what what yeah. we what we know is what we know, and what we don't know is what we don't know, and so we have to learn how to build that bridge as we move along. The key, the key for everyone is to visualize yourself on that side. This is literally what I do. Uh, I visualize myself on that side of the bridge, on the other side, and I see. Then I look backwards, right. Okay. So, so I'm coming from mentally, I'm working myself into a space of coming from where I want to be. Right. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. I can kind of, I can kind of see that. Um, yeah. No, yeah. In I, other words, I think, you... that's, I think that's an interesting perspective, but yeah. I, that's, I, that's why we do all this mind work. Right? Yeah. We, we have to get to a point of trusting ourselves enough to 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 believe that we can be on the other side of that bridge. Once we believe yeah. it, right, then we put our faith in it. And that's when you say, "Okay, I'm going to jump off that high dive." Right. <laughs> Even though I can't see water down there, I can't, I'm going to jump off the high dive. Well, I mean, it's you know, it's um. You know, we were talking about Cody earlier, and it's kind of like what Cody did. I mean, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, who knew? I mean, I remember being in the group a year ago when he was talking about, you know, the bits and promoting them and trying to do this. And in six months, he was into it. And, my gosh, look where he's at now. He's doing incredible. Yeah. So. I hope Cody uh, doesn't mind. Well, go ahead. Finish up. then. We'll 
no no i just i think it's absolutely incredible i mean holy smokes like he's just killing it he's killing yeah. it so yeah. but i did want to share something since we are kind of on the topic a little bit of the mindset i had tammy that's here in the group um she actually made a beautiful comment in one of my groups um, for both of us and i wanted to read that to you um so if you don't mind me sharing oh please um, so she's, and this was from our episode last week. She said tonight's mentoring session was absolutely amazing. So many key moments that had that light bulb moment flashing for me continuously. So appreciative of both you and Garrett for sharing all your knowledge and struggles in your ongoing journey to gain success. But most importantly, the emphasis on the value of one's mindset through this uncomfortable metamorphosis to achieve our dreams and our faith in value that we all have something worthy to contribute regardless of where we're at and on the path to build our business and growth towards self-fulfillment. My goodness, girl, when I read that, I was just like, oh my goodness, my breath just left my body. Yes, this is good. Uh, I want you to read that to me again. There's there's three parts that I heard in that that are really key elements that I want to okay, on. you want me to read it again? Yes, read it again. <laughs> okay. Tonight's mentoring session was absolutely amazing in all caps. So many key moments that had a light bulb moments flashing for me continuously. So appreciative of you and of you both, you and Garrett, for sharing all your knowledge and struggles in your ongoing journey to gain success. But most importantly, the emphasis on the value of one's mindset through this uncomfortable metamorphosis to achieve your dreams and faith in our value that we have something worthy to contribute regardless of where we're at on the path to build our business and our growth towards self-fulfillment. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Tammy, for such a uh, beautiful statement. Yes. So that was so. So Tammy really kind of summed this up. Re really interesting. Um, yeah. There are three three points. Oh, there's my camera. Three three points <laughs> that Tammy brought up that that everybody uh, that everyone here in you, Kate, uh, really it jumped out at me. <clears throat> Number one is the mindset shift. Right. The reason we don't grow or change is because it is uncomfortable. We live in our own world that we understand. And we, uh, in order to grow, we have to step out of a comfort zone. Or in other words, we have to get uncomfortable. And what Tammy just said, this mindset shifting, right? We have to, uh, last week, she, she said it was like all of a sudden she had permission to, to, to yes. dream, right? And so, so that was an uncomfortable shift, right? Because after that, it's like, okay, now she's getting down, writing on her list, all these things that she wants, and there's a sense yeah. of uncomfort. Oh, no, I shouldn't do that. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm guilty. I shouldn't feel like that, right? This is, mm -hmm. but that's the whole point of writing this stuff out, right? Because, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. growing a business requires us to change <clears throat> how we think. It, we have to literally change who we are. We, it doesn't change our side of spiritual level or how we believe in our families and how loving we right. are. It, it, it just uh, it helps us look at the world in a less boxy way. And, and yeah. one is we have to be more flexible in our thinking and be willing to question our own feelings, our own emotions, uh, our own beliefs, uh, no yeah. matter how deep they run. Because any one of our beliefs can be the stopper for us. 
And sometimes the thing that we hold on to most dear is the thing that stops us from what what I believe we spiritually deserve, right? So the second right. one she said, the second point was um, worthy to contribute, right? So we so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that we are worthy to contribute to the world. Uh, what that does is that creates worth in the world, right? That that creates mm-hmm. if if we have a spirit of worthiness within us, then we express outward what's inside. Yes, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, yep. And so we have to raise our sense of worth. And that's what this money mindset was all about last last week. And writing down your list, wealth all the stuff, the wealth mindset. Well, just yes. wealth mindset, but money. We have to be okay with a money mindset, right? Mm-hmm. We have to. We're in business to earn a profit. Okay. Yeah. And the last thing she said, which is the ultimate goal that we all want, is self-fulfillment self-fulfillment Amen. because if we are not fulfilled we are no good to the rest of the world so we have to pursue that first right yeah in my world my happiness is number one it's it's number one above my family above my grandkids above my daughter because if i'm not happy i can't be a good you know i can i can be there but mm-hmm. but the better my spirit is Right. Some people are going to say that's being selfish. No, I'm learning how to be the best person I can be for those people by being the best person I can be myself. And that's the legacy I can leave for others when they see that level of spiritual, whatever, what I spiritual to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of comments that have come through. Uh, I asked people what they got out of the money mindset thing. So I'm going to go all the way back. Um, to 811. Yeah, scroll up. Uh, yeah. um, do, do, do. Hi, Don. Don from Long Island. Let me turn my camera so you can see me. Okay. Um, Tammy said, thanks to both of us. Uh, her mindset has totally shifted in a great way, of course. Hey, my CNC brother or sister, stopping the podcast for just a moment. If you're new to CNC routers, or maybe not so new, you might want to become a member of the CNC Insiders. Now, that's a group, an exclusive group that I have formed that I have discounts available to you that I don't make public, and only the CNC insiders get that information. Plus, they are always privy to new bits that come out, and they always get a discount when the bits come out. And there's other special things that you get as a CNC insider. I'll give you files and other miscellaneous things and tips and, well, I'm not sure I can name it all. But if you want to be part of a little tighter community and be in the exclusive CNC Insiders group, then you might want to sign up for that. There will be a link down below in the description of this podcast. Sign up to the CNC Insiders and get notified of things when IDC gets them in-house. You will have a discount. And I've got discounts that I do not make public. That is one cool thing that the Insiders get. All right. Podcast time. Let's get back to it. I see our Facebook user says, I've been watching all these mentorships, really enjoy the contest, especially while working. Well, good. I know I yeah. love a good podcast when I'm when I'm working. 
right. Uh, yeah, okay, cornerstone. Take a step, then another step, then another. <clears throat> and you'll know whether or not you're, whether you need. Uh, so what, I'm not sure where that one saying comes from, but the, 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 uh, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Right. Yeah. And and so many of us, when we're getting uh, looking at this business thing, we see this big, huge thing. And it's so hard to pull back and say, what do I just need to do now? Well, the first thing is invest in your mindset. Right. It, it, it's so weird, so backwards. But we got to work on this. And as we work on this, other things will start to happen because your 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 context, Kate, is expanding incredibly. It's 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 so cool to see. Um, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a transformation. I won't lie. Um. All right. Let's oh, see. go ahead. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, I just popped in. If you're looking for projects, you can build a guitar construction template and tooling. Sell them a little cheaper than Stuart McDonald. Let's see. Okay, so it's a little off target uh, what we're talking about, but yeah, so it's just different projects that you can sell. But but the whole point of what we're doing here, why this mentoring session is here, and why we're making it public, why I want to make it public, is because I want as many people to understand it's not about just picking something and, and making it. It's about understanding the market, the market desire. All right, mm-hmm. most CNC creators get into business uh, with knowing what they know and not knowing what they don't know. And they fumble and they say, yeah. it's not working. It's not working. It's just the result of, the, of what the market is telling you that what you're doing is what I am looking for. And if we can yeah. detach from ourselves and say, this is, you know, it's not me. I'm not a loser. I'm just, I just yeah. don't know what I don't know. Right. Mark, but the market yeah. is telling me. Or as right? my but, husband likes to say, when I'm doing something in, he sees me doing it wrong. He'll go, is it the tool or is it the operator? And I'll go, it's probably operator error, but we're just going to say it's the tool. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. It's, you know, it's operator error. It's, we're just, we have to learn. If you don't learn, you're, you're never going to get there. Right. I like what Dwayne, uh, Dwayne said. Uh, it's been amazing to have a like-minded entrepreneur to lean on during tough time, rough times. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree. Make sure you give me timestamps so I can bring them up. Oh, sorry um, about that. That's okay. Let's see, let's see mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Um, this is kind of a Q&A session, too. So, Greg is saying he's thinking about doing YouTube videos about some industrial tips and tricks. Stuff he hasn't seen on YouTube yet. Okay. Uh, should I start with long, detailed videos or do something like YouTube shorts? So... <clears throat> It really depends on the market. <clears throat> my videos that I create on my channel are not by accident. Right? I, I, I create videos. I started off just creating videos, knowing what I knew, just sharing some stuff. And then people started asking questions. But at the same time, I was very focused on the Facebook groups and the problems that other beginners were having. Right. And so what I looked for were common themes that people were trying to solve perpetually. What that tells me is that there's a bigger problem out there and there's not a clear answer. So, um, yeah, I had the exact same, I had the exact same problems. Right. So, right. So, so, uh, Greg, if you're going to do YouTube videos, 
know what people do a little research on what people are looking for and it's really super easy to to figure this out yeah. go into google and 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 type in something of what you want to shoot on and um or go on youtube you said you haven't found it there uh, go into the facebook groups and this is how i did it i was in the facebook groups and i just started seeing a pattern people are looking for starter sets Right. <laughs> they literally, there isn't a good one. <laughs> right, right. Well, there is now. <laughs> well, there is now. You know, yes. Th yes. That's exactly why I put the starter set out there. But yeah. um, the idea is you can start off randomly making things, but try to focus your YouTube videos on subjects that you know that people are going to be looking for. If you're doing this is why I won't do videos that are so far out in left field that like maybe three people are looking for how to make a, you know, whatever it might be when 50 people have asked me to make a video on something else. I'm going to make that video on something else. All right. That's yeah. what's going to attract the attention. Shorts. Um, you you got to go with what your market's looking for. All right. Shorts. Yeah. Just make it shorts are easy. <laughs> Right, quick, yeah. quick shooting of a video, but yeah. but they don't necessarily. It depends on the problem. Many many shorts are people people don't don't take advantage of shorts the way they should. But yeah. uh, I would. Be and right now, I mean, that's. I mean, think about it. You've got Instagram Reels. You've got even though Pinterest has Reels, you've got Etsy has Reels. YouTube's got Reels. Um, I mean, my gosh, Snapchat, everybody has reels. Reels are the quick instant gratification. And I've honestly gotten more followers from reels, um, and which is great because it brings them to my actual content of what I'm doing. And then they start to get invested in my journey, which in turn helps the engagement and then helps them follow me. Um, but I would say if you're just starting out, YouTube videos can be very overwhelming, like shooting them editing them putting like time consuming putting them together getting your intro trying to figure out all the things oh my gosh mm -hmm. like i know how to do it and i'm still like i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to because they're right. just so much so i would say start with something small don't start with something like super technical super overwhelming because honestly you'll lose people yeah um, the, keep the it one short, thing keep it interesting yeah, if you want to monetize this way, if you want to generate business this way, um, then you need to think about who's watching and why they're watching. If you're making something just to show off fun stuff and 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 throwing all these little fun clips and a little Yahoo up here, it's, it's you know throw it out the window. That's garbage to me, right? Yeah. There's two sides to to social media. There's the consumer side. Where everybody's checking out what somebody had for dinner, or you know, or we're going, you know, look, I'm hanging out with my family, whatever. And there's the yeah. business side. Use the business side of it, right? And, but you have to be customer focused. You got to know what they're looking for. So uh, that's yeah. my answer. Once once you know what they're looking for and the detail that they're looking for, that'll determine what you should be doing. Yeah. Uh, Jack said he's still sitting on the side of the pool. <laughs> he's yeah. watching you on a high dive. <laughs> Jack, you're Jack, hilarious. I don't even know what to do with you. Right. I'm so jealous. I can't even believe, I, I don't know where Jack lives, but I, our pool still has the cover on it. Oh my gosh. I just look at it every day and I'm like, come on, Indiana. Come on. We can do this. You can get warm. 
supposed to be 80 this week. But next week, you know, it could be 32 again. Who knows? It's a whole different Right. Game. Of course, Jack is talking about you standing on a high dive. He's sitting there just hanging his legs in the pool. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. Okay, sorry. Cody, I, our, our, our friend who was talking before, wanted to share something. Uh, verses used a lot. Um, Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Uh, not lean on not on your own, own understanding. Okay, that's the key point. In all our ways, acknowledge him. And so, and he shall direct your path. Yes, Cody, yeah, I love that yeah. verse. It's one of my so, favorites. Is it? Okay. But the key point yes. in that is lean. Uh, don't try to lean on your own understanding. This is uh, he, he, he pulled that out because of what I was saying before. Let go. Let your spirit talk to you. It'll lead yes, you in the right absolutely. direction. Everybody. When, it doesn't matter if you're Christian or non-Christian or, yeah. or, or you're Catholic or Hindu. or It, it doesn't matter. Right? Whatever. Because, because we all come from the same universal source. The point is that source speaks to us. And we have to get out of our own way so that source can speak to us. Right? And that's, mm -hmm. that's exactly why Cody shared that. Um, just want to share quickly about Cody. So for those that you don't yes. know, he is, he is a, well, he's for those who don't know, right. That, that he is a, uh, router bit, uh, supply company as well. And has designed his own bits. If you haven't heard about him, the Jenny bit, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Right. And so Cody has, has been, uh, quite successful at that. And we've talked a lot. We have talked a lot on the phone and, um, mm -hmm. He, uh, you know, he got to a point where, uh, you know, he, he, he saw he needed to go to the next step. And, and so he took a huge step, you know, buying a half million dollar machine to, to make bets, right? So it's, we get to that point, we know everyone who is trying to create a CNC business. We know yeah. we need to take the jump, right? And we have to trust. It may look like we're stepping off a cliff into oblivion and we have to trust that there's something down there that's going to catch us right and, and yeah. guide us so um yeah. did you see any comments you want to talk to um, um i saw it's ellen uh smithville creations 821 821 okay she ellen. says it's uh, above or below it's right below richard smith hi richard okay I'm glad you could join us. Oh, Smithville. Okay. Yes. I have a two by four to cross the river. I want a two lane bridge. Hello. Well, I don't want to think. Oh, girlfriend, me and you both. Yes. Yes. This is the story. Like this is the story of every single individual who has, has been successful. They, 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 they just have, you know, we all know it. We've all been there where we have not made a decision that we know that we needed to make, right? We, we felt it in our heart, go after it, and we didn't, and we live with that. I should have done it, right? Oh, should have is another. Constantly another, kicking yourself. Yeah, should have is another word. It's not in my language, by the way. Yeah. I, uh, yep, that's exactly where. You know, I almost, I know it's going to sound totally absurd to say this out loud, but I kind of feel like I have been given time, um, A, to let my body heal 
and be um, to just think and process and not be totally bombarded with a lot of things. Um, so I don't know. I really haven't been on social media much um, the last like couple weeks. I've just kind of been trying to heal when our basement flooded. It actually flooded a couple more times after that, which was a nightmare. And I actually fell down um, some stairs and I jacked up my uh, right shoulder and I had two ribs pop out of place. And then on top of that, I actually had um, in my left shoulder, my ulnar nerve. Um, um, it's actually pinched and it's prohibiting like me to have like full function of my elbow and in my hand, I can hardly like grip anything. So it's been really hard to work. Um, so, but I feel like this has all been like a divine intervention because like I'm not overwhelmed with work. I've been able to come out to the shop and finish up some projects and get a, a few things done. Um, but it's just been, it's been transformative. It really has. I'm just like, wow, what is happening in my brain? Because there's so many amazing ideas that are coming to me. Right. And I'm just trying to like process through them all. Yeah. What's what's going to happen is some things are going to come that as you let go and become receptive, be a good receiver, right? You also be in a good receiver of the of the voice within. Right, the spirit within, yeah, and 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 that's going to speak to you, and you're going to start getting, getting some ideas, and what we're going to have to do is when those come in, is we'll have to talk to talk about them and and start, you know, unpacking them, unpacking them and and taking action, right? Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So oh uh, was was my uh, was my microphone crackling before? I didn't hear it uh, crackling. Okay. Someone said I saw maybe. Diane said audio problems. Yeah. So I turned my phone off because my, my headset's connected to both. And sometimes it creates a. Um, okay. Uh, Hurley cycle. I was looking for someone to do some CNC work for you locally. The problem is find where to the problem is where to find them. I think I'm just going them. to get my own CNC. Yeah. Well, there you go. I thought I'd help you out with 3D and I know your eyes are yeah, a little fuzzy. Yeah. 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 Go get it, your own CNC. Yeah, you go get, get it. it. It's, it's so amazing. It, it It's challenging at first. very frustrating at first because you don't, you know, you get the CNC and you're like, what the hell did I get myself into? But but as as you get into it, it's like, you know, you're six months down the road, you're looking behind, you're going, holy crap. You're like, wow. Yeah. I figured that out. Good for me. Hey, I want to stop this podcast for just a moment. Are you brand new to CNC routers? If you are, then there's lots of things to learn, and you are probably one that pops all over YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube can be a pain because many YouTube creators don't really think about you, the beginner. At IDC Woodcraft, that's exactly who I think about. People who are just getting into it and really don't get the terminology, the lingo, and how to set up your projects, how to do designing, and how to run your CNC router, and do your finish work. Well, IDC Woodcraft YouTube channel is built just for those people who are asking those questions. So if that's you, you will certainly want to take a look and subscribe to the IDC Woodcraft YouTube channel. 
I literally walk you through step by step in my videos that I create for you so that you can actually understand this stuff. And I don't talk in, in techno babble. I talk at the level of a beginner. That would be you. Go ahead and sign up and sub or go to IDC Woodcraft YouTube channel and subscribe to it and start checking out the videos. I even have a list of all the videos in order, so you may want to uh, check that out as well. That will just take you right up the ladder. Down in the description, there's a link for the IDC Woodcraft YouTube channel. Or just go to YouTube and search IDC Woodcraft and you'll find me there. And you and I, we will learn together. All right, back to the podcast. Let's see. Doo -doo -doo. Oh, Richard, he said my long mail arrived today. Can't wait, but baby steps. Yes. Yep. Make Yay. sure you watch that video. Uh, nudist, it's uh, Nudist ENC. Um, start here. And the whole video is we're going to teach you how to make a circle and a square. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Richard, on Garrett's website, he actually has a like a pdf list that you can actually start at like the top of the videos and work your way all the way down and that's exactly what i did yep. and i have a so big on the, old yeah, book, on, book of notes yep on the home page of idc woodcraft if you're brand new to cnc if you're on the home page of idc woodcraft down down past your your pit selections there's a download it's a list of the videos that i've created and i put them in order so you can uh, you can follow them. I probably need to get that updated because it hasn't been updated in quite a while. Um, yeah, but still, nonetheless, it's a great place to start. All right. So North Northland, where does one look to find a mentor? I appreciate the IDC education and Kate Scherner journey, but I know it's not the same as one-on-one. -on -one. So you're right. It's not the same as one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, Kate and I talk quite a bit. Uh, outside of this um, yes. but you, but just for clarity's sake she does get the meat of it here live she knows it too right so it's, yeah it's, uh, yes um, yeah. so it's such valuable information we want to make sure that you guys are getting you know the meat of it too yeah yeah so where to find a mentor first of all it's what you want to look for in a mentor all right, and so the the first rule is you want someone who has achieved what you want to achieve. They don't necessarily have to be in the same space, right? So you don't need to find someone who's uh, has a really successful CNC business. When it comes to business, yeah. the principles of business are the same across the board, no matter what business you're in. Business mm -hmm. is a people thing, right? We 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 yeah. um and and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a people thing and it's a process thing and there are things that work that, that have been done through the ages and many of us like to reinvent the wheel and, and we don't yeah. need to, right? The wheel has been invented and it's been worked throughout time. I'll put it this way. Human nature is human nature is human nature. We all have the same, uh, generally the same we're no different in the way we think, the way we feel, the way we uh, process things, other than based on our filters. 
but at the at the end of the day we all want to yeah. be loved we all want to feel value we want to be special we want people to see us yeah we want to feel good about ourselves and we want to feel successful in life however we define success yeah. right so what you want to do is find an individual that you want to you want to know you want to find a mentor who is has seen the success in the area that you want, whether it's love or it's business or or yeah. finances, whatever, right? And and then usually the best thing to do is add value to them first. If if you go into a, a, a mentor, the way it's, I don't just say yes, I'm going to mentor people. I've had quite a few people do it. We get on the horn. Sure. We get on Zoom just like this, and um, yeah. And I will talk to them. I will assess their mindset, their their willingness, right? Because I I don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I have done so much work in myself, right? That that I know the value of of what has been given to me. It's a gift, right? And right. in all mentoring relationships. Um, they're, they're not willing to waste their time on someone who's not serious about it. And they can, they yeah. can sense it. They can sense it. Right? <laughs> it's like a sixth sense. It, it is because they've been there. They understand it. So, yeah. so once you have that, then you want to add value to them. And what do I mean by add value? It's, you got to get on their radar in a way that's going to make them go, oh, okay. Here, here's an example. I get emails all the time, almost every day, from companies uh, that want me to promote the products. Not quite every day, but almost every day. That's um, a lot. It is. It is. And what do they they say? Uh, hey, we like your YouTube channel. We have this great 22 watt laser that we'd like you know, to do a collaboration on. And and they missed the most important thing, which is me. Okay, we all want to feel special. I want to know when they approach me that they have spent some time to understand what I do, who I'm talking to. And so they can do that in, in the first paragraph. They can say, hey, we've been watching your YouTube channel. We like how you, you, you're really helpful. You teach people at the beginning stage of CNC and we see that you're taking them through the process, right? Now I know that they're paying attention and not in it, just the money, right? That's how I know yeah. that, they're, that that company is not in the right position. Uh, they don't hold the same value as I do. And they don't have yeah. a people people value. So um, so just that's a tip, right? Whenever you're dealing with your customers or, or people uh, in general, make them feel special first. Make them feel like you have spent a little bit of time getting to know them in one way or another. Yeah, okay. always. Right. I would not. Well, I would not see. have mentored Kate had we not uh, uh, known each other for quite a while, and had she not given me some value. <laughs> yeah, I know. When we first met, it was. Um, I think I had emailed you a couple times, and you had responded, and uh, then I paid for one of your one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions, and I think it was an hour long, and we wound up chatting for like. I don't know. It was like an hour and 45 minutes or something crazy. Cause you were like, how did you get into this? What, what, why? Like, what is your journey? And I told you, and then shortly after that, we wound up doing that interview on YouTube and it was, 
I don't know. And then I just kind of went from there. And I think you just saw that I just had that don't quit spirit. And right. I don't know. I think that that's really good. Right. Um, and on that note, um, so I don't do one-on-ones anymore. Right. Not, I am doing, uh, I'm getting ready to do some other transitions with IDC Woodcraft and, and some business growth. Right. So my time yeah. is too expensive for one-on-ones now, but Kate does do one-on-ones and she does charge. So if there's anyone out here that, that she, she's not a mentoring stage for business, but she can teach you the vector software, talk to you about the machines and she does charge. Yeah. So you can email what's, what's your contact information. Uh, so you can go to my website. It's rise and <clears throat> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Uh, it's rise and shine woodsigns.com. You can just look me up on Google or um, again, just go to the web web address rise and shine woodsigns. And you can um, on my website there's a piece or a place to do contact contact me and you can just shoot me an email and I will get back with you as soon as I can. Right. So. She works she works in the Vectrix software. So yep. just keep that in mind. Yep. Um, so right. North, North Wind, I hope we, I hope I gave you a good starter answer on that. Yeah. And thank you for the compliment as well. Yeah. Let's see. Michael said, hi. Oh, V twin, uh, at eight thirty nine. Okay, 839. Um, oh, he's there. Yeah. You want to bring him up? Yep. Okay. Um, he said, I was kind of on the fence about a business, but then I sort of fell into a niche yesterday. Oh. Yeah, V-Twin, yeah. that's awesome. I know you've been on several of the mentoring sessions, so we would love to hear what your, um, what your niche was that you found. Yeah. And here's something else. This has popped into my head. Just, uh, you know, he found a niche. And I, I've had other people say this. So, V-Twin, this didn't come from you. It just jumped in, though. I think it's fair to say. Sometimes we come up with an idea in our in our projects, you know, that we want to start a business on, and we want to hold them close. We don't want to tell anybody about them. All right. And, 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 <laughs> and uh, we're afraid someone's going to steal our idea and run with it. Right. Yeah. Um, the way the world works is if we don't do it, someone else will, right? But we don't need to be afraid of sharing our ideas. This is why we mastermind, right? A mastermind is when you get several business people together, you spend an hour together, hour and a half, and you talk about your business and, and start coming, you know, when you have other people working with you, it's, what did Jesus say, right? When you have, uh, when, when there's two together, there's, there's more, right? And, uh, and so yeah. uh, it's the same thing in a mastermind. It's like a third mind, they call it. So hmm. interesting. Yep. And, and so that's where all the ideas take off. Uh, Jack said, I was right. He started selling hand soles for 150. Now that he has moved the price up to 250, he just got his fourth Etsy sale. Okay. Excellent. Ever since last week, too. Yeah. I think he just launched it like what, like last Wednesday. Yeah, he, just, he just he, launched it. Yeah, he had his first sale like a week and a half ago. I'm so telling what, you, it's that new logo, Jack. It's that new logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, just so you know, uh, when it comes to business, right, we've talked about niches, and Jack is in this super tiny, little, super tight niche, right, uh, where he, he makes 
uh, he does plasma cutting and he takes okay. hand saws, the, 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 the hand saws like that. Old and he plasma, hand saws. Yep, he plasma cuts those out. And, and, and the, what's remaining looks like uh, people, the guys that work on the power lines, right? They're hanging on a phone pole, right? That's and so cool. he was, and, and he, jacked, he jacked his price up by 100 bucks and he's still selling them, right? Yep. Four sales at 250, right? So yep. it's not. It, it's a niche. He's got a niche, and he's kind of got it cornered. Not a lot of people do that. I'm doing a lot of talking. Kate, what do you want to say? Oh gosh, um, I'd say you know what? What do you guys? What do you want to? What do you guys want to? Um, you know, here. Do you want? Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about customers? Do you want to talk about how to? You know, I know we've touched about how to find customers. Um, we've talked about wealth mindset. Um, you know, just letting go, trying to find that clarity for our projects and our um, niches. I had some um, interesting conversation this week with um, a friend, and he had an interesting perspective on the niche. And he said um, he liked the idea of the niche, but he felt like it was really narrowing his market um, mindset. I guess not mindset, but it was really, he felt like the niche was just holding him back. And so we talked a little bit about that niche and what he could do to um, broaden his area. Uh, we talked about social media and, oh my gosh, just so many things. And I said, I think that there, um, the one thing that was truly holding him back was, was himself. Um, he wasn't he wasn't in that right headspace to um, allow that wealth mindset to come in that money mindset to come into play. Um, and what kind of kept coming back to me a little bit after we had chatted, um, and this isn't anything you know to be speaking ill, um, but I was just thinking, you know, it was it was a little bit of a um, and I've been guilty of this too. It was a little bit of a scarcity mindset that you're only allowing yourself to think and to progress as far as you set that bar. If you set that bar and then you meet it and then you're just like you're constantly just hitting that bar back and forth. And I know I was the same way in my custom projects. I'm like, gosh, I can't charge over, you know, 100 to $200 for a project that just seems insane. Um, but he has these beautiful products that he makes. And I said, well, what if you were to make, you know, make a set and sell it as a set or, you know, maybe market it to, you know, your repeat customers, you know, when you get their email and their information, when they're buying from you, have them, you know, show them the new things that you're making or maybe use a different exotic wood or, you know, now you're engraving it in a certain way or you're personalizing it. There's a lot of different ways to have those customers come back and be repeat customers. And I felt like maybe I might have, you know, touched a button within him because I think we're all guilty of that. When we get into a niche, we're like, oh, I can only make these certain products because this is what they want. Like if I deviate from this, then I'm going to be like my people won't like it. And I don't, I don't think that's true. 
how do you feel about that? Well, no, you you're coming along, Kate. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it's it. So this is why we niche. We the the thing is, you're you're dead on. It's a scarcity mindset when we're afraid to niche. And what does scarcity mindset mean? And what that means is we're afraid. We're we're, we're focused on not losing. Okay, mm-hmm. where as a wealth mindset, a business mindset, a money mindset is is we're focused on on what we can gain, right? So, mm-hmm. so in with the reason we want a niche, right? Is well, let's get to the mindset of it. The scarcity mindset is yeah. we're afraid we're going to lose other people. And so what we do is we spread ourselves thin with the, the pond effect, right? Or, or wide and shallow. And, yeah. and I've been so guilty of it myself. Oh my gosh. And, and it's hard until to I go. really started to yeah. think this way. It's oof. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, so there's, a, there's a saying an inch wide mile deep, right? That's, that's how we want to think in a niche because when we get that laser focused in one area, then we can spear through it because everybody else on the planet is doing exactly, you know, doing the, 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 they're, they're afraid to tighten in. Right. Yeah. So, so we, as who's here watching are the ones that are going, I'm going to, I'm going to be the baddest ass in this little market that I'm in. Right. I'm going to be number one. I'm going to yeah. rock this out. Right. Because. Mm-hmm you decided to niche in and specialize in that and find out the reason we, the other reason we've covered this. um, So just for everybody, we're going to rehash it is you can't know your customer. If you don't niche, but you got to know the customer mentality, the psychology of certain customers, right? That's something we were yeah. might have might have talked about tonight, but we're not going to, which is the customer buying journey, right? Uh, we will yeah. cover that in two weeks because it, it's really I that, important. I think that's and, and, that's really great. Yep, and you're you're at the level now. We can, we can talk about that. Um, um, well, that's good. I'm glad I'm yep. finally there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw one. I saw Alps Craft Shack. Yeah. How you doing? Thanks for coming in. Time to stop the podcast briefly. Are you considering getting a CNC router, doing research, and not really sure which machine you should be getting? I have created a video for you to help you out. It is called the Ultimate Buyer's Guide for CNC Routers. And what it does, it walks you through all the things you need to be looking for in a CNC router as you're considering making your purchase. For example, if you are looking at the really inexpensive ones, the $300 ones, you're looking for a paperweight, basically, those often come with missing parts. I have heard that story more often than not. So that's an example, but also the drive systems and the control systems on CNC routers and how they're built These are things you want to be looking for to help you know what uh, is a good CNC router and what is one you want to stay away from. I will link down below in the description of this podcast that video so you can go check that out. So just want to make sure you have that tool at your hand so you can do the research the right way. Another thing you need to be looking for, just a little extra tip. 
make sure you can get the company on the phone. <laughs> if you can't get a CNC router machine company on the phone, don't buy it. Okay, let's go back to the podcast. Um, a nice um, compliment at 844 from Ken Hoffman. Um, he says, Garrett's videos have helped me immensely figure figuring more stuff out every day. Yay. I hear yay. you, brother. Yep. Yay. I was so excited when I finally started figuring things out, too. Yeah. Uh, here's a side question. Uh, do the Picarb laser toolpath add-on serve the same function as light burn? Uh, I, I think light burn is better for it. I, from what I've been told, I don't know. That's, the laser yeah. toolpath is not very popular. Um, I, I have I, it I, in I've, my... Yeah, I have it in mind, and I like it, but it does not give near the detail. Um, and you don't have as much control in the Vectric um, laser software as you do in Lightburn. So, I mean, Lightburn, I think, is like 60 bucks. Um, and I think there's a coupon you can actually look up online somewhere, you know, don't knock off like 10% or something. But if I were going to make the investment versus one or the other, I would definitely do Lightburn. Yeah, and light burn's not that expensive, like sixty bucks. Yeah, no. And and don't be afraid to buy, right? You're investing in yourself. All right. Some the Yeah. Okay, here's one. Oh hey Aaron. So I think the whole thing holding my husband and I back is the loss of health care and retirement. We're Ugh. both thirty two with three young kids. Our business has been going great and working outside of our jobs at the rate that we are is not sustainable long term okay yay yay aaron thank you for sharing that uh, yeah kind of, kind of vulnerable so Absolutely. first let's let, Kate, how would you respond to this you know this is this one might be a little bit above me um you know because healthcare and retirement especially with three little kids is so much. Um, your business has been going great and working outside of our jobs at the rate we are not. I mean, I, I hear you on that because spreading yourself too thin is incredibly hard and it will wear you down and then you're going to pay for it uh, long term. It's not only going to affect you, it's going to affect, you know, your marriage, it's going to affect your kids, it's going to affect everybody. Um, and three little kids, I have four, mama four. Um, I know what that's like. It's like zone defense. And it's, it's, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. I can't even imagine trying to do that. Um, so my heart goes out to you, definitely. But I think, Garrett, you might be a little more savvy to answer this one I'd, i'm yeah. interested to see what you have to say okay so yes the the just when when you're saying it's not sustainable you're you're heading towards burnout right you're already seeing that so aaron the the way to uh adjust is to look at your business and see what's working and that's and what's not working as well right and so you may want to yeah. pull some some of your your things out of it Right. Uh, the, let's just say you you got for shits and giggles, you have three projects uh, that you primarily focus on, and one of them's bringing in fifty percent of the revenue, and the other two are bringing in twenty five percent each. Then okay. tone down. All right, tone down, and and so so you just ease up on the bandwidth that's being consumed by this. 
And and so that would be my advice there. And once you can do that and level off and get some, you know, free mental space to breathe for a little while, and then you can, then you can start. It's the same thing I told Kate earlier, right? Let go, just relax for a minute, just sit back and uh, say, I don't really have to do number one and number two, right? I got number three is doing great. Let's just focus on that one for right now. Or maybe, um, I know this is going to sound so funny. Um, I always say there's no no such thing as a coincidence. But after just hearing you talk, I was literally, I love to go get my nails done. It's just kind of like my jam. I was, I was talking to my nail tech and he's, I always go to him. I love him to death. And he was just like, I don't want to, he's like, I don't want to do nails anymore. I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And I could tell he's just so burnt out. Um, you know, some of his help had left and this and that. And I said, well, tell me, why are you so burnt out? And he said, he said, it's just, I just don't feel like there is enough time in the day to get everything done. And before I even start my day, I have 5 million things to do. And then all these appointments and, and you know, walk-ins and things to keep up with. And I said, so what are you really good at? What brings in the most revenue? And he said, you know, he told me and I said, okay, obviously it's like acrylic nails and, um, you know, some of his higher end designs and things like that. And I said, okay, so what does not bring you in any revenue? And he was like, kids, uh, you know, like, like princess pedicures or whatever. And I said, okay, well cut those out. Like, don't let that tie up all your resources. And he's like, oh, I didn't really think about that. I'm like, yeah, how long does it take to do a princess pedicure? And he was like, 35 minutes. And I was like, 35 minutes for a, like, four-year-old's toes. I was like, add those resources somewhere else. Like, take those off the menu and get rid of them and reallocate your resources where they need to go. And he was like, I guess I really didn't think about it like that. And I'm like, what is the second most, you know, draining thing on your on your thing and he's like regular just regular manicures i'm like well how long do those take And he's like 45 minutes i'm like how much are they and he's like they're like 35 dollars and i said cut those out like stop you know stop doing that just be like we don't do that anymore you know they're at that place because they're they're like the most sought after place in near my house that like you can go into like the 28 other nail shops in the area and go get a regular manicure, but this is not the space for that. And right. so it brings me back to thinking, you know, with, with Aaron, it's focus on the things that are going to bring you the most revenue. Maybe even look to refine them. You know, I'm not sure what it is. I know you make children's toys um, or like gym equipment type things. You know, maybe personalize those. Give it additional, give that, give those few items a couple you know, perks. And then I'm sure the, the healthcare and the retirement will come. Yeah. The, the hard part is sometimes for people is to be willing to let go of that stuff. Right. And that's, that's part of the uncomfortable growth that we have to go through is to be willing yeah. to let go. So again, you, Aaron, well, like you told me, I had to let go of my DIY signs. I was like, mm-hmm. But I didn't want to let go. Remember when we first started yeah. episode one? I was like, no, I worked hard. No, I'm not. No, I'm not letting go. And now I'm like, yeah. 
but you, you, you know there's a bigger picture for you. There's something bigger for you out there. So we have to be willing to let, to free that, that up. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Do, do, do. Uh, I just kind of curious. I wanted to read He's currently restoring a 65 Corvair. Oh, boy. It's a little small car, but that's my, my, uh, my, someone in my family history. I don't know. So she made an American flag with, with Corvair in it. I had to refer to Garrett's flag video a few times. Oh, okay. I popped that in. I was like reading it. Okay. I'll just pop it in and see what, see what I'm reading. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. Um, Random Thunder at 847. Okay. Random Thunder. Um, he says, I've had my long mill since the beta launch of the machine. I've made many beautiful things, just sadly I haven't carved a 3D project yet. Do you have any suggestions where to start? Oof. Um, Garrett has a great video on uh, the rooster. I think it's I think it's a rooster or it's a chicken, one of the two. Um, and he yeah. gives some really really great solid advice in that video about the details and the toolpaths and everything else. That's kind of where I started with doing my 3D carving. Um, I will also suggest if you are a Vectric user, the Vectric website itself has really great uh, tutorials on 3D carvings and the things you want to get to familiar with most on 3D carvings are knowing what um, your dish and what's the other one like where it's um, it's flipped there's it's like a dish and a something you want to you want to know like focus on knowing what a plane is or your zero plane and there's all kinds of different tech terminology but maybe like you look up on youtube or terminology for 3ds 3d carves so when you start listening to videos about how to do certain things you're not like what because that was yeah. the exact look on my face i was like what is a zero plane what are they talking about right. <laughs> i had no idea so once i researched that i was i understood a little bit the things they were referring to in the video so it's helpful. You know, it's funny. I have no clue why I did a freaking rooster of all things. <laughs> and why couldn't I have done something cool like like an American flag 3D or something? No, I didn't. But I got that other uh, 3D video out too where you're using multiple 3D components. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring in another comment, which is from Cherokee. Oh. So he's been uh, put off. Uh, he put getting a new infinity on hold just because of the current economy and everything else happening in the world. It's part of my plan after I retire in a couple of war, uh, years. Okay. So I want to speak to this and I want to share my mindset in relative to the, the state of the world and the economy and stuff. Alrighty. I don't live in an economy that's in trouble. It's not even in here. It doesn't register. Okay, when, 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 this is one reason I don't watch the news, right? Because it's, it's going to dump all this stuff into me. And, and the funniest thing is, is I don't even know how long we've been in so-called recession. Yeah. But I don't live in recession mode, right? So um, this is part of uh, uh, 
business mindset as well, that this is part of success mindset is in even in times when the economy is really super rocky, right? If we pay attention, uh, we can do extremely well in that poor economy and exceptionally well coming out of it, right? Here's why. Okay, so here's here's number one in my business. I stash cash, right? So I don't I don't I don't I, I, if if I my if my business spending account reaches a certain level, then I, I take a chunk of that and put it into what I call a holding account, right? Because uh, cash is king, right? Above all else, right? And if yep. a business doesn't have cash, right, as you're making money, this is why we say. You got to set some of that aside. You got to pay yourself, but you also got to set some of that money aside. And it doesn't matter if you make a dollar on a project. Give yourself 10 cents and put 10 cents in a jar, right? The whole idea is to make yourself in the right habit. If you're walking down the street and you see a penny on the ground, pick it up and be grateful. Money, money is money, right? And it, if yep. we're if we don't respect a penny, we don't respect a dollar. We don't respect a hundred dollars. So sure. anyway, back to this about the economy. I don't live in a in a in a recession at all. I don't even let it enter my head. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I don't experience it in my business. Right. If while other businesses are are going they're in recession and they're going, oh gosh, I gotta hold back, I gotta pull back my spending and they cut down on their 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 ad spending, right? Their promotions or uh or yeah. uh, spending on research, spending on on having new router bits designed uh and, and testing them out and stuff like that to see what works, what doesn't work. And uh uh that's just pulling the whole putting the brakes on your yourself, right? And one thing I will say to this is if we're letting the economy hold us back from our, you're, you're letting the economy hold you back from your own fulfillment, right? Mm -hmm. what, does, what does running that CNC machine do for you, Kate? I mean, like inside when that thing's like you're doing the stuff. Oh, what do, what, man. It's glorious. It's, it's just happiness. I know, I know that's going to sound so crazy. It does sound goofy, but it's the truth. Oh, God. It's so true. It's so true. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it. I genuinely miss coming out here every day and, like, creating something and just doing something. Like I said, these last couple of weeks have been really hard for me, like, you know, shifting my mindset and trying to find out, you know, where I need to be and what I need to be doing. But man, I genuinely like miss coming out here and just like hit and play and, you know, the wood and just all of it. It's just like, it's just magical. I just love it. It's, I don't know. It's so exciting. Every time I look at like, my big rise and shine thing it's like a big mandala and it's a mountain with the sunset and that has my business name carved into it and every time i look at it i'm like i made that i made that mm -hmm. like you should look at the step over on that baby because i didn't hardly have to see it at all and i did that by myself it's pretty badass right uh, <laughs> right know, I don't 
I know. And I love it. Yeah, and several of the videos I've talked to when I've talked to people about, uh, like I did a review video on the long mill, and you know, in, in yeah. the end I said, you know, it doesn't really matter what machine you get, right? Because just get the machine, and if you're afraid of the cost, what you're doing, the 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 joy and fulfillment that you're going to get out of the the whole process, designing it and and then watching that thing carve out, the the cost becomes puny, eensy, teeny, weeny, because you're getting so much joy out of doing it. So I would say jump on your machine, let the economy take care of itself, just go after your happiness. Um, yeah, right? I can say, I want to, I just want to share a little bit of my journey really quickly. So I started out with craft businesses, many of you know, and I had a paint party business. And so I don't know if any of you know what a paint party business is, but I'll give you a brief synopsis. Um, so basically I took my vinyl cutter and I made vinyl stencils and then I put them on a piece of wood, wooden sign, whether it was stained or painted or whatever. I let my customers pick their background and then I put the stencil on it and then I would haul all of my crap to an event and I would put out all of my paints, paintbrushes, whatever, and a whole bunch of women would get together. Um, I did teacher events. I did Kiwanis clubs, uh, PTA, women, you know, whatever, whatever it was. And I drug all my stuff to their thing. Then COVID hit. Well, we all know what happened in COVID. It sucked. We were bored out of our minds. We all tried to do a hundred different things. Did my business take a hit? Absolutely it did. Uh, there was no getting together. There was no gathering. So did I just like sit on my hands and cry because now my business was in the toilet? Heck no. Heck no. What I did was, is I actually thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well now I have these big, huge signs that I've been selling for a lot of money. How do I revamp this? How do I make this work? And what I did was, is I made my signs smaller. I opened an Etsy shop. I actually took the measurements of every single component of the sign, of the frame, of the box. And then I was like, okay, well, I can take these paints and then I can give them options, what color paints they want, and then put all the tools they need to do it and come up with like a Word document with all this very specific instructions on how they did it. Well, I'm like, how do I ship these things? Because they're still wooden signs and they're going to be heavy. And how do I still make a profit? And all the questions. Um, so. I went to Costco, or no, that's a lie. I went to um, Gordon Food Supply, GFS, and I bought pizza boxes in like every size that they had. And I was like, okay, the bigger ones, the longer ones, these go in this, these go in that. And I started selling them as DIY kits. And then I opened up my website and I kind of let my Etsy shop, you know, go to the wayside a little bit. And believe it or not, people were like, can you teach us how to do this on a Zoom? I was like, absolutely, I can't. And I did. They would have their ladies all get together on Zoom. They would have a paint party. And that's how we rocked it out. And I still did it. Like, I still made my business successful. So, man, sometimes you just got to go for it. You just got to be your own champion. You got to be your own, got to be your own go-getter. Because if you don't, nobody's going to chase those dreams for you, baby. Nobody's right. going to do it. You got to do it yourself. You got to want it. You have to want it. It's all about doing it. Don't just talk yeah. about it. 
Don't just sit on the idea. Go do it. And I'm jump talking off, to myself. Jump too. off the high dive. <laughs> it's scary. I, I, yeah. I mean, if you're, if, if the part of this conversation is based on what, what uh, Cherokee said before, right? Uh, it's scary to, to take the jump. You know, we will come up with all kinds of excuses to keep ourselves back. Right. Yeah. Because we, and we do that. This is what this is what our customers do too, right? They do it because they don't have enough certainty or faith in themselves that they can do it, right? And 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 I am an absolute advocate of, you know, we've all been down the road where we've gone into something we didn't completely, we knew nothing about, or we we learned it, right? Yeah. And this is no different. There's just something about it for me. It, I can just declare watching that machine is like watching a campfire, right? <laughs> It's and like that's magical. what you're missing. That's that's what that that's what you're letting the economy hold you back from. That feeling, right? So yeah, shut the news I mean, off. Don't don't worry about it. There's no economy in my world. But economy problems. The economy. I mean, we we here. do. We I mean, we watch the news in our house. I mean, usually not with kids around because Lord knows they don't need any negative all that negativity in their life. But um, I mean, talk about doom and gloom. I mean, holy smokes, everybody thought the world was on fire. The world was on fire. There was toilet paper crisis. And here I am just sitting in my corner of the world making DIY sign kits and figuring out what size pizza box they're going to go in so I can ship it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, sometimes you just got to put your blinders on and just, just do what go you're going to do. Right, right. Just go for it. Uh, Tammy said my philosophy is how, how, uh, on how I view the economy. Is what inspired or always see the business as prospering. Yes, that makes sense. It's a prosperous mindset, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I was in a dialogue yesterday uh, from someone named Tamara who's been watching all these. I don't know where she's watching from, but, uh, um, but, yeah. but she's getting the mindset shift. The one thing she said in, her, in the dialogue was uh, she's already learning. Let the market tell you what they want. Right. If we, if we create stuff because we think it's cool, you know, that the market doesn't care. Right. She's got some pretty awesome projects. She was sending me some pictures and she had, yeah. there was, there was one or two that people were gravitating to. So she's okay. Then, then so she's it. learning, learning from the market. Um, yeah. And <laughs> happiness is setting up four work coordinates. <laughs> A loop in the same program using G98 and 99. <laughs> so work work coordinates in CNC is uh, what, what it is. You, you know G. You know work coordinates are the G54, G55, 56, 57, 58. Okay, so nope. uh, they they're called uh, work offsets. I missed offsets. that. They're they're work offsets. So if you have multiple, oh, okay. if you have uh, like multiple stations on your CNC, uh, okay. but each station, so you can dedicate each station using uh, 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 what they call a work offset G code, which is G54, oh. G55, G56. So, oh, okay. So, so, I gotcha. So I basically, gotcha. Uh, we'll just say your lower left corner, you would declare that as G55. It's dedicated to G55. And, gotcha. that not, and those coordinates are always in your machine, right? So when, the, mm. when, the, when you run that program, it calls a G55 G code in there and it says, oh, I'm using these work coordinates. The left. Okay. Right. But then you Very have a G56 cool. and you, you have another station over here. And and so and making, making something else 
So you know that this is where that will always be. So that program calls up G56, it'll come over here. The other way this works is, Very cool. yeah, the other way it works is uh, you can do like arrays mm -hmm. and you can, you can run the same program, uh, the same part all at the same time. You'd run G54, it would start here. G55 will start here. G56, it'll go here. G57, and you've run the exact same things. I think I tried to figure that out at one point when I was a beginner and I was just like, this is a little too over my head for yeah. when I was trying to learn. But yeah, I think I, I totally understand what you're saying because it was like I wanted to do three different projects, but I wanted to do like them all with a 90 degree V bit, but they were all different. And that's when I was trying to figure that out. And I was just like, this is just over my head for what I'm trying to do. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. Mad Dog got the pitch yesterday. Excited to get started. So, yeah, Mad Dog got 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 a package we sent out yesterday. So Mad Dog ordered some M&Ms. He gets some router bits with his M&Ms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You'll, you'll always get a you'll always get an M and M M and M's in, in, I love in IDC Woodcraft shipment. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tammy said she loves that. Be your own champion. Yes. Um. Let's see. I saw Sam popped on. Hey, how you doing? Oh, Sam's there. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know where Sam's at. I didn't see his. Um. Uh, he popped on around nine o'clock. Okay. Nine o one. Well, we're coming to the end. So, first of all, any female creators who have popped on and haven't been on here before, um, this is a mentoring uh, series that I've been doing with Kate. Because uh, yeah. Kate wants to take her business to the next level. And she's yeah. learned that it's, now she's starting to understand it's a mindset thing. All business starts in here, right? And uh, yes. so we do this every Wednesday, with the exception of next Wednesday, April 20. It'd probably be April 20th, I guess. Um, I will be out of town on business. So, uh, but but for f female creators, go join the Facebook group, Women Who CNC. Uh, gotcha. Kate is the one who is um, uh, running that group, and that's for women only. So, it is. Yeah. Someone else Do love you know, the MMs. I was trying to see in a. Sorry, I was trying to check a couple comments. <laughs> what call it do I use? So V Twin says, "What call it do you use for an M and M?" Well, that might, be a, that might be a little tricky. Yeah, I couldn't think of, of uh, a funny one to come back with on that one fast enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Kate or Chris Gallagher said, "Kate, a lot of beginners forget to go back to their problem as they gain experience." Yes, right. I, I I agree with you. I do. Right. So, I'm always going back to my training. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, so if you're new here, you want to go back and listen to these series. If you really want to start a CNC business and you want to yeah. understand the foundations of what makes a business work. All right, we, we, we've uh, covered a lot of topics uh, in the last this. Eight, eight times, eight lives now. And the next <laughs> the next one is going to be the customer journey. And what that is, is the, when it comes to business, yeah, the business is not about you. It's about the customer, right? And so we get into business for us, but we have to be customer-centric. We have to understand 
who we are marketing to, right? And we have to, if we yeah. if we can't get the mind in that frame of mind, we won't you, you won't do well, right? So this is getting into understanding how the customer is thinking, right? And and the process yeah. that they go through in buying things, right? And then. The, it's the, an important the, journey. Yeah, yeah, and then and the two different there's two ways that customer comes in to buy things, right? One is the spontaneous buy, and the other one is the is the uh, the customer that has a problem that they need a solution to, right? Mm-hmm. And by I use the word problem in the wrong way here. They have a desire. They want to get something for somebody or something like that, right? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, we'll, there's we'll a huge talk. market for that. Yep. So we will talk about the customer journey because the more you understand the journey of the customer, the more you can speak to it and and make them want to buy from you. Amen to that. Well, um, I will say, if you don't mind, if you, uh, like Garrett said, if you are new to the channel, um, or not new to the channel, but new to this special series that we're doing here. Uh, This is also posted over on my YouTube channel. It's uh, down here, Rise and Shine Wood Signs. You can go and hit up my channel. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. See if you can learn anything from me. I try to post um, somewhat regularly. Um, But like I said, I've been having a, a few health issues with my back and my shoulder and my elbow and it's been a mess. But trying to get back in the shop, get back to work. Um, so I will be trying to post some more regular videos for you guys. Hopefully you'll learn something. And then if you have any interest in doing one-on-ones with Vectric training or need any additional assistance with that, absolutely hit me up over on my website. And I'd be happy to help you out with that. All right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say added on to that? I lost the thought. Darn it. Oh, You've got your router bit app. How is that doing? The router bit app is is growing. It's slowly uh, getting out there. About Good. 20, 20 to 30 downloads a day, right? And we monitor Sweet. the usage of it. Yeah. But it's, it, it, why did I put that app out there? Because nobody has it. And it's so everybody's holding on to this thing, right? Yep. That's one of those ideas that came to me. And, and it, the universe did its thing. And somebody... Uh, my, my tech guy was already starting to work on it. So we were both in that's sync. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess right. that's about it. Sounds like you guys are wrapping up. Yes, Patrick, we are, brother. Right. So we've been here for an hour and a half like we usually are. So. Yep. Okay. Hour and a money. All right. Cool beans. CNC well, Brothers we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks. Won't be on next week. So. Got it. All right. Uh, see, see you all later. See you guys. All right. We have just finished episode nine of what it takes to start a CNC business. And I'm so glad you stuck through this because you are learning what it takes to start a CNC business. And I can tell you, you are of the 3% that really wants to learn. Most people will drop off the podcast by now because they resist what I'm teaching Kate. And that you're still here means you have a lot less resistance you want to learn. So congratulations. One more episode to go, episode 10. So hop onto that and uh, then build that business. Become that business. Be that person that is worthy of a profit, worthy of wealth, worthy of abundance, and worthy of having everything in life that you want. 
This is Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. Have a great day, better tomorrow, and happy CNCing.